who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Unprepared Casters. We're going to get right into the show in a second. But first, for those of you who don't know how Dungeons & Dragons works, and you're just coming in and listening to the show because you know me, or you know Haley, <laughs> or you just stumbled across us. You're a ride or die. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you, people who are listening to this and don't know what we're about to do. Um, <laughs> we don't want you to be totally lost while you're listening, so we thought it would be helpful to just kind of give a brief idea of the concept of the game uh, before we get into it. So I'm going to let Haley do that. Haley, how does D&D work? We are specifically playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. It's a tabletop role-playing game, which means we're all sitting around our virtual tabletop. There's two types of people here. There's the Dungeon Master, that's me, and everybody else is the players. So my job is to introduce the world and set up all the problems uh, and make their lives harder. And their job is to overcome all those obstacles and play pretend with their friends. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of uh, role playing. And when we want to do something in the world that has consequences, we'll be rolling dice mm -hmm. to determine how well we do. And those dice will be uh, compared to a stat sheet that we have up for our character. Or sometimes just a number I make up. Sometimes just a number Haley makes up. <laughs> and that's basically how the game works. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff, but that's really all you need to know uh, before we get started. You'll pick up on some of it while we go, and the stuff you don't pick up on doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So without further ado, this is the inaugural episode of mm -hmm. Unprepared Casters. I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed playing it. Enjoy the show. Hello! 
Welcome everybody back to Unprepared Casters. My name is Haley. I'm your DM for this arc. Woo! Who else do we have? We have Gus. I will be playing Sir Mr. Person, the fighter in this little adventure here. My name is Kyle. I will be playing Thavius, the rogue. My name is Jenny. I'll be playing Hope Lovejoy, the cleric. My name is Pax. I'll be playing Deb, the bard. And my name is John, and I'll be playing Skeventy Three, the wizard. Skeventy Three, the wizard, is the funniest sentence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you take out the fact that he's a robot and you just call him a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Who's excited to play Dungeons and Dragons? I am. Me. Yes. What a silly question. I, think it could be I was thinking it might be good. Is everyone more excited for Dungeons or Dragons? I just want to play dragons. Just dragons? <laughs> Taylor, I hope you didn't have any dungeons planned. Um, let me rewrite something. And... <laughs> I'm in the dungeon boat. Okay. Um... I'm on a good dungeon boat. <laughs> Ooh, dungeon boat. That's arc two. Dungeon I gotta write boat. that one down. Ooh. Yeah, just... Speaking of uh, the arc names, we do have a name for this arc. You guys here all know it. Um, this specific arc is called Dragons in Dungeons. Classic. Uh, which gives guys, you I think there might be a dungeon. <laughs> gives you oh no indication oh my as gosh. to what this adventure will be. In the slightest. There will be no, no dragons or dungeons. I'm only here to subvert expectations. I expect neither one. Does everybody have dice? Are you all ready? Mm -hmm. I have right here. dice. I have so many dice. I think whoever has the most dice gets a point of inspiration. It's yeah? probably Pax. <laughs> pa oh, wait, has at on their person right now or has total so... in their collection? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> on me right now, I have 27 D20 and some All right. various other... Um... You're joking, right? No. Oh, like holsters? Oh, wow. Pax, no. I'm suddenly I'm terrified of you. Yeah, Gus was like, I'm cooking all my dice overnight. I'm setting them all on the highest number and I'm leaving them for good luck. And Pax went, that sounds fun, and flipped every single one of his hundred dice to the highest number <laughs> last night. It was very- Pax is gonna roll like a beast. <laughs> it was so I good. A, I took a picture. And it was Ooh. stunning. I loved looking oh, at it. I'll have to send that picture to the Discord once I have my phone back. Please do. Please do. <laughs> um, I've got my my cushion that I made for my dice. I've got my my main rolling dice up at the twenty right now. I'm just setting it. Nice. Yeah, I should probably nice keep mine treatment. up on twenty, just while they're idle as well. Yeah, charge them up. I think I'm just gonna... yeah. John, have you charged your to... dice? Not in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We need a control group if we want to see if it actually works. This is really For funny sure. because I uh, habitually keep all of my dice on one uh, <laughs> nice. to sort of release the negative energy. Okay. Uh, so we'll we'll see which works. That, yeah, that's a way to work it too. I like wow. to roll out my ones before I play just to make sure that to get them out of the way. This is a proper science experiment if I ever did see one. I'm with John. Look at I, that. I do nothing to my dice. They live in a bag and then I pick some out and I put them in a tray and here they are. That's normally what I do, but this was a special occasion. I, th I thought yeah. I had to had to turn on some superstitions that I hadn't had before. Haley, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, we'll do that then. Yeah, you're going to be demanding about <laughs> it. Yeah, I want it. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> so we did a brief intro of the world last time in episode zero. If anybody skipped episode zero. There's a little monologue about the world in there. But to overview that again, we're going to be starting in the little town of Summerview, which is right off the southern coast of the kingdom of Hyrenor. 
And it's a very cute little village. Town. Working its way to a city. Ooh, okay. Town Someday, status up to city. Okay. Big okay. aspirations in this I place. I love it. Much like our heroes who inhabit it. Ah. So, we are opening our scene, panning our camera down into this beautiful, picturesque little village on the water. It's the sound of waves, the smell of salt, and baking bread as we get closer and closer into all of these shops. It is mid-afternoon. The town is sort of starting to end their day, do their own activities, and it's a beautiful day. It's actually a beautiful spring day. It is not summer, not yet. And we are going to zoom our camera around the little streets and find ourselves a rather small, pink little horned friend who is <laughs> running deliveries, the last deliveries of the day. Um, you did all your morning ones and then you went back to the bakery and you just have a couple more. You're actually delivering to the Rosenthorn Tavern. Your bakery and them kind of have a deal where they'll make some of the things for the Rosenthorn to serve as the night shift goes because the bakery's not open that late anyway. Why don't you tell me what Deb is doing as as they go about their delivery route? They're probably just greeting everybody. I think that Phoebe, the head baker, has learned a long time ago to send Deb with like some extras because the Rosenthorn was a little bit concerned that um, Deb was just sort of like letting people that they saw just out on the streets just like, you look like you could use like a muffin, <laughs> here you go. Like, so. They definitely make some extras and um, are, as they're going along, just sort of handing things out, stopping way too much for conversation. Oh yeah. You're, um, you're being stopped by people because they know you and they know you've got the best baked goods and you will give them out for free. Common knowledge yes. to people who come through Summer View. Listen, I think that um, Deb likes to think of it as free samples. You know, marketing <laughs> is so important. And is the free sample just like a full-sized like muffin yes but you know they'll come they'll come to the bakery i think that's been an excellent business model mm -hmm. um yes yeah, so they're just going along slowly but surely making their way yeah and eventually you do find yourself in front of the rose and thorn it's a lovely little tavern it's usually fairly busy it's not that far from the docks so it kind of gets all of the the traffic from people coming in from the sea um, but it's also right off a road so it's all kinds of traffic to this place which is why they needed the deal with your bakery in the first place and you just come on in do you have like a basket i imagine deb with a large basket of food I do imagine them with a large basket. I think that at this point there's maybe two smaller like wrapped in maybe like cloth or whatever paper I guess they would have or like these are for the tavern. These are for like the people that pay us and then <laughs> um, maybe a smaller basket or just like sort of loose in the larger basket is the are, are the samples. Yeah. Coming up actually to the tavern at about the same time um, is a man whose shift just ended. It's hard to say when exactly a shift ends, when you are the only guard at a particular place most of the time. But this is the time of day that has sort of been internally agreed is when shift ends. And you, I imagine, come to this place fairly often. It's very close. Uh, so, Sir Mr. Person, 
would also be approaching at about the same time. And you see your good friend and bakery plug is also here. Deb, Deb, how you doing? Oh, I haven't seen you in a full day. It's been too long. Oh, uh, hey there, sir, Mr. Person. Um, It's really good to see you again. I, you know, I always know you're around the corner when I smell those delicious, delicious muffins. Uh, what, what do you have today? Well, today I got cinnamon apple muffins <gasps> or orange and cranberry scones. <gasps> so whichever one suits your fancy. Oh, 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 for me? Are you sure? Yeah, of course. Oh, oh. Deb, thank you so much. You know, uh, a, a lot of times the the work that I do for the king, it's just uh, a lot of times I don't feel like I don't get the respect that <laughs> is deserved of this kingdom. And, you know, you're one of those people that I think really understands the importance of the work that I do. So I really want to thank you for that. I'll, I'll take one of those scones. Oh, man, those those look absolutely delightful. Of course, you know, the, the town of Summerview appreciates your service. I mean... Oh, and of course, the whole kingdom as well. Oh, of, yes, of course, yes, absolutely. Yes. The the whole kingdom, you know, you're really, you're keeping our shores safe, our docks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the threat's coming from outside. We just don't know who might be coming up on our shores. You understand, you know, that's why I like you, Deb. You understand. Yeah, Deb is <laughs> conflicted that they might be, like, feeding into this man's xenophobic, like, <laughs> fantasies of protecting this kingdom. <laughs> walk into this establishment <laughs> you, both know very, you both know it very well Deb may be a little bit looking concerned Sir Mr. Person sees nothing wrong with this scene he's having a great day <laughs> you are met pretty immediately with one of the people who works here you would both recognize her her name's Eleanor she's a tall human woman um, and she does instantly clock that you are handing out free scones that were meant to be sold by this establishment <laughs> As you're entering this establishment. separate basket. Uh, as, as Sir Mister is walking in, he's fully eating a scone uh -huh. in like two bites. Like not even, by the time he sits down, it's gone. <laughs> Deb, that was absolutely wonderful and free too. Thank you so much for your generosity. Deb, like, they almost crack a little bit. Like they almost like glare at Sir Mister person, but they don't. They catch themselves and they just sort of turn and like they remove the like separately wrapped packages and hand them to Eleanor and just say, well, it's all here, present and accounted for. All of it? All of it's here? All of it is here. I, You know how this, how I operate now. No more of this willy-nilly stuff. I want to trust you, Deb. I do. I do. Sir, sir, Mr. Person, do you want your regular table? It's free. Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you. Your regular table is, in fact, free. They already have whatever it is you drink sitting on there because... Exactly two ales. Perfect. They are both there. One of them will be uncomfortably warm by the time, That's okay. the time you get to it. And yes, Eleanor will take the delivery. She'll hand you your payment for it. But this is the, the, the last of your deliveries today. If you would like to linger here, I imagine you do occasionally. You probably don't eat their baked goods because they are yours. Yeah, I would say that they probably, they probably go up to the bar to order something like just too sweet. Yeah. Just like... A wine that's just really has no business calling itself wine. It's not even really made of grapes. It's like a peach bellini or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about wine that could be real or you could have made that up in front of my face. I am not lying to you. I would never do such a thing, Haley, um, my good friend. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Um, yes, the, the very sweet half-elf woman behind the bar does get you what you ordered. And we move from this familiar comforting scene 
to something a little more aggressive, I'd say. Coming down the road is the world's most hunched robot. And one of the only robots in the world, actually, if we're being specific. Scavenity 3, I have terrible news. The key that you were looking for was not at that librarian's house. You went there, it was unlocked, and the key was not in there. Your only lead now is... <laughs> Your I'm only sorry, 73's breaking into <laughs> It was unlocked. <laughs> it was unlocked and he needed something. But it's been a while since you've seen that librarian, so she's definitely slacking. And she's not home. Your only lead from there is you've heard her mention she knows somebody or something who works at the Rosenthorn Tavern. You weren't paying attention because it wasn't about what you were doing. But somebody there probably knows where she is. Or maybe they have the key. She probably has it though. And and her name was? The librarian was Aura. Okay, good to know. It's fair to say that I am I am coming up to the, the establishment then? Yes, what's, what's the energy here? I bustle into the door and I'm just, <laughs> where's that damn librarian Aura? Where is she? <laughs> I'm looking around. Where, who's, who here knows her? Uh, you are, <laughs> here's an important question. Have you ever been to this tavern? in your life? Uh, no, okay. I've walked by it. <laughs> so you're, you're met with just a uh, human woman who looks very confused and upset when you walk in. Sorry, who, who, what? Or, or the, 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 the helpful one at the library. This is not the library. The library is up the street if you want to no, go. No, I know, I, listen, listen to me. Listen I'm to listening. me right now. What, what, I'm, I'm looking for a key. Mm -hmm. Okay. I need a key. Uh -huh. Or, you know Aura? No. Do you know anyone that does? I can ask. Please do. Okay. Do you want to sit down? No. Okay. Just kind of just like hunch impatiently. I think that as soon as Scavenity <laughs> 3 enters the bar, I think Sir Mister like notices him and reflexively quiets down his voice from whatever he was talking about. <laughs> like, oh God, okay. okay. <laughs> Even though he's not in the library. <laughs> I think that Deb fully... Um... Deb's probably only met 73 once. So they see this terrifying robot man walk into this bar and they just fully sort of like, oh, and like duck <laughs> under whatever table they're sitting at. Deb, hey, Deb, Deb, he's he's, he's not going to hurt you. He's probably just going to yell at you a little bit. It's okay. How, how is that not hurting? You know, that's a good point. You, you just stay there. Stay comfortable. I'll keep an eye on you. All right. All right. Just me sitting here. Yeah. So you're going to ask around or what? Yes, Eleanor, Eleanor kind of awkwardly turns and walks away, leaving you just standing hunched in a corner. <laughs> no, I'm like in like the entryway, just kind of just like... Oh, blocking the door fully. Yeah, it's not really gonna... I'm pantomiming for you, podcast listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an excellent pantomime. So you're just fully in the doorway. Mm -hmm. Eleanor turns and leaves. I, I can't imagine you're doing anything other than standing in the doorway and waiting patiently. He's very capable of waiting. Yes. So, <laughs> so we leave this very awkward scene now with a robot in the doorway, a knight who has been shamed into being quiet without a single word being spoken. Mm -hmm. And did Teb go like under the table? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like they fully, they're just sitting like hunched with their basket. Just like a little tiefling hand comes up and grabs a, the glass from the table and then <laughs> puts it back up. 
Absolutely. He's not even looking at either of you. You've just decided. He's so scary. Straightforward. Yeah. He's a scary. He's a scary robot. He's gone into standby waiting mode. He's not oh, even no. perceiving. Coming down, not that same road. Coming down a road from a different direction. There is a, a horse, and atop that horse is a woman in the world's most impractical hoop skirt. <laughs> but she's a master of it and has figured out how to sit, probably side saddle on this horse as she's going. And walking beside her is the palest man in the world. <laughs> Hope Lovejoy, you are tired. You have been outside for like eight hours, 10 hours, just out in the world, sitting on a horse and you're exhausted. Thavius, you've been probably walking for six hours. I don't know how bothered you are by it. <laughs> Kyle's shaking his head. Either way, there is a good place to stop right up ahead for Hope Lovejoy, who has been needing somewhere to rest for hours now. Um, what are you two doing as you uh, approach the Rose and Thorn Tavern? Thavius is, is walking straight ahead and will he is not speaking unless spoken to not not in a i think you can tell from his face he's not he's not angry at her um he's just not used to social skills hope what about you well i i think that it is an interesting situation because thavius has said that he will not speak unless spoken to and i do think it is important to note that he has probably not ceased to have been spoken to for about the last <laughs> couple hours that they have been together. I think you see them too on the horse and, and, and Hope is kind of like waving a little bit her hand in her face as she's getting very weary from her travels and she is in her weariness reassuring Thavius that, it, that they're going to reach their destination soon. I think it, I do know that this has been such a long and terrible journey. It is such a nice day out, but, but you know you cannot spend every single hour outside. It is important to rest, and, and I can assure you that we will be resting soon. I, I think we will get there soon. No need to worry. Not that I thought you were worrying. I just noticed that, you know, you weren't... It's been a long journey, and well, you have not said much to me and and i couldn't help but assume that it was because you are tired and you do seem like you are from far away and and i am simply looking out for you and so i do reassure you that you have nothing to worry about and we will be to reaching shelter soon uh, it is a nice day out though isn't it it is bright Oh, yes, and, and I do love it when it is bright out. It does remind me of my dear goddess, uh, Pelo. She is so kind to grace us with this wonderful sun, even though it is quite hot and, and, and raining down, but I would not wish for anything else besides that wonderful reminder of her joyous and wonderful grace and power that touches all of us. Uh, it has been a long time since I, since I last prayed. I, I might pray now. <laughs> She just quietly kind of gets back to herself as she um, starts mumbling. And, and, and it's kind of strange, but it does look like she's pitched her voice higher when she's still talking in her head. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I, it looks like you came from far away, she says to the man who she watched appear from a portal <laughs> in the middle of the road. <laughs> 
my god. Okay. I think it's safe to say that it has been a long journey with the two of them just <laughs> riding together. Thavius actually doesn't mind. I do not know if Hope has picked up on the fact that Thavius that doesn't mind. As you are praying in your head and you've moved to full silence, um, you do find yourself upon... A tavern labeled the Rose and Thorn Tavern. There's a place to tie your horse up. What's your horse's name? My horse's name is Sugar. <laughs> That's so sweet. There's a place to uh, tie Sugar up outside. It seems like a perfectly safe establishment. Not that Hope has ever seen an establishment that isn't. And you can leave her outside and, and go in and sit sit indoors, out of the sun, if you'd like. Won't you come with me to come inside? I think it would be good for both of us. Okay. Absolutely wonderful. I have not been here before, but I can just tell by the smell of the bread in the air that it shall be a wonderful experience inside. I shall go inside. You open the door and instantly run into a robot. Oh! Oh, oh, I am so sorry about- Oh, my dear, I am- Watch where you're going! It wasn't, in fact, my fault, and, and I should be better about these kinds of things. I, I am just tired from my journey, but it is over nothing. If you could just excuse me, I I'm am I'm still like, so trying to get up sorry. while she explains herself. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Is there anything I can do for you? Help me up! <laughs> Absolutely, oh, of course! Savius will go over and put Scavity-3's arm around one of his shoulders and, like, point him. <laughs> Oh, you are so helpful, Thavius. I am so grateful that you are with me. I think that in the very knightly, guardly duty that Sir Mr. Person feels, he's just updating Deb on everything that he sees that's going on in the bar while Deb is hiding under the table. So he's just like, all right, so uh, here's the situation. Uh, a very important looking woman and a very sick looking man just entered the bar. Uh, and if you really want to see a show, I think Scaveny 3 is about to lay into them. So like, so you want to peek your head out uh something's about to go down <laughs> oh, okay and they just kind of like peer like over the table i think scaveny three's sights are set on someone else so uh we're in the clear <laughs> all right and they like they like actually like get into a chair probably at that point welcome sip, back sip their peach <laughs> and eventually scaveny three is brought back to rights and is standing back in the doorway <laughs> as was his want Again, I am so sorry. Can I get you a drink or something to help you in with the I don't, I don't need such things. What are you, just out of my way. I'm waiting here for someone. Once again, I am so sorry for this inconvenience that we have caused. Well, that I have caused. Once again, thank you so much, Thavius. You are so kind to me after we have just met only so short a time ago. Thavius will just nod <laughs> and then sort of look to his side over at Scavenger 3 and say, Metal Man. What? What, me? What is it you seek? A, a key. How can we acquire it? <laughs> you tell me! I do believe we have been asked to leave him alone. I do think it would be best for us to step aside. Unless it is something that we can help wait, you with. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where are you from? The Plain of Shadow. We are both from quite far away. I do believe that my friend here is from father. I pick up like a lock of Thavius's hair. I'm like, this isn't like anything I've, I've seen before. Thavius, you're fully being analyzed. by. <laughs> he doesn't move to stop it. Okay. Just also looks at the hair. Can I do any like any sort of check to like get some sort of hint as to as to what he is? 
Yeah, first roll, insight, Thavius. <laughs> first roll of the adventure, first roll of the podcast. Yeah, I think insight's going to be the closest one because it's trying to just determine what he's all about, right? Well, this is like a like an anthropological sort of eye. Then nature? Okay. <laughs> trying to figure out what, mat, what manner of organic beast this man is. I got a 19. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well... That's definitely some kind of elf. You've met many, but there's something wrong with this one. It's never seen the sun. Never once. I don't know if Scavenitri would know what a Shedarkai is. I, I, I mean, probably not. <laughs> but he straight up said he's from the plane of shadows or Shadowfell, whichever one he ended up saying. But yeah, he's an elf that has always lived in a different plane, but is here now. So now, fully distracted, I am, like, pacing in circles around Thavius, being like, Elvenkind, but no sunlight. The shadow, you say? What is, what, what is that? One of the realms of death. The what? Realms of death. Don't speak in poems, what do you mean? I was not aware I was speaking in a poem. Ah, too slow. What, what, are you now? What, you, important lady, where are you from? Oh, I am not important. Don't worry yourself about me. I am from up farther north with my family over in the region. Oh, oh do forgive me. I am quite lightheaded and I, and I am running out of the words to, to, to speak to you further. And I do not wish to be a bother, but I must dismiss myself to the, the stand. Excuse me. And I shall walk towards the, <laughs> the waiter. I think that, like, seeing that, like, Hope Lovejoy is, like, looking a little lightheaded or, like, not doing very well, Deb's gonna, like, pop up and be like, Do we, do you need something to eat? Oh, oh, how gracious of you to to speak to me about such a, a dear and important worry of mine. Yes, I would, in fact, want something to eat if, if it is not too much trouble. They give food out for free. Ah, yes, the bread giver. Deb, you've been noticed. Deb, you've been spotted. You've been spotted by Skeventy Three. Deb is like, there's part of them that's just like, you know, scared, but there's another part that's like, excuse you. The fuck did you just say to me? Which is probably a common um emotion that many people have around Skeventy Three. So they'll just like kinda they'll just move on from that and they'll just go, Well, today we were cooking uh either orange cranberry scones or we got some apple cinnamon muffins here for you. Oh, that would be absolutely delightful. I am happy to pay for it if it is not free, as your friend has said. I would not want to take money for something so gracious you have already given me. Well, I mean, the first one's free, and then um, you can go on down to Crumpton's Confections and get some more whenever you like. I must say, you are just the kindest person <laughs> that I have ever met. I do hope that we will get to know each other further so that we might become dear friends. And I will take the bread and, and eat it. Just for the sake of the audience, um, there is a six foot five woman <laughs> just like talking down to a tiefling who is just like, yeah. who's like five foot and is just like holding up like this basket. I just, I needed to remind everyone that yeah, that was that what is, we were working with. Thank you, yes. Oh my. I think that Mr. at this point will get up and extend a hand out to Hope. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Sir Mr. Person, a knight of the great King Alaric. From where do you hail? And Hope will, will take Sir Mr. Person's hand and, and shake it very sincerely, a little still shaking in her elbows because she's still kind of 
recovering from her tiredness and will say, Oh, I am so honored to have met someone of such high distinction as yourself, and I would not like to trouble you with where I am from specifically. Just know that it is up north, and, and the details are not of, are not anything that you must concern yourself with. Well, as a knight of this great kingdom, the well-being of all of the of the people here is of import to me. You seem like you've had a, a long day of travel. Uh, would you like to take a seat with me and my friend? Oh, you are too kind to look out for someone like me. Although I did come with a friend, I wonder how he is doing and if he might also like to take a seat with us. Oh, Thavius! <laughs> <laughs> Davius, I found a seat for us, and I do believe you might be able to get a muffin for free. <laughs> That's right. Free muffins over here. Davius will walk over reluctantly, giving up for now his quest to perceive a key. <laughs> <laughs> sort of walk over and stand over the table, but not sit, because he doesn't understand how establishments work. <laughs> Would you like to take a seat? Is this a requirement? Uh, no. But I mean, we're all kind of, we're all kind of sitting. Plus, you, it sounds like you've been walking for a while. So, if hope's anything to go by. It does not bother me. Okay, well, that's nice. Uh, very, uh, healthy young man, I guess. Um, would you like a scone or a muffin? I do not need sustenance. But do you want one? <laughs> Davius looks very confused um, and sort of, like, realizes everyone's kind of looking at him, sort of stretches out a hand. Y- yes. Have you, have you ever had either before? I got apple cinnamon or a cranberry orange. I do not know these words. You don't, do you? All right, I'm just going to give you one of each, and um, you can decide what your favorite is. And um, remember to come on down to Crompton's Convection. <laughs> Uh, if you ever want more. Many thanks. They're very, very good baked goods that you have absolutely no frame of reference for. Can I do a performance for how good they are today? Yes, please. I just want to, I want to roll something. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't roll very good. Oh. So oh, no. 13. They're kind of middle oh, hey, today. That's so better good. Than average. Yeah. I, I don't know what gets added to these baked goods, but it's got to be a high number. Oh, I said performance. Oh, that's true. Like that's... that's true. That's true for you. Davius will bite into one and instinctively like wince a little bit, not understanding flavors. Oh. Um, and then sort of, sort of cock his head. And you, you, you see that he, he like reluctantly takes more bites. He is enjoying it, but doesn't understand how to taste. Well, I certainly don't know how to feel right now. Hey, Deb, can you roll insight on... <laughs> We're all rolling insight on Thavius tonight. Okay. Roll insight on Thavius. Not great. Ten. He doesn't like your baked goods very much. He doesn't seem like he's enjoying the eating of them. But you know what? He's just silently continuing. Like, Deb <laughs> is very conflicted right now. But, like, <laughs> Thavius isn't being, like, actively rude about it. So they're just going to kind of let it go. Okay. Sir Mister leans down to Deb and whispers far too loudly, Don't worry, this man looks very sick. Uh, I'm not sure that he'll be able to fully appreciate the flavors you put into this. Just where everyone can hear. Yeah. That's a, that's a bit of a concern, but, you know, we'll deal with that, I guess. 
I I, I honestly don't think Thaphis cares. No. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that just happened. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Mister doesn't know that he talks too loud. Mister is just being a little bit rude, but not realizing it. Excuse me, Thavius. Are you in need of any sort of restoration for your sickness? I did not realize that you were sick. Oh, God, did I? Oh, oh. <laughs> I do not have much, but I might be able to graciously give you something from my dear goddess of Pelor, and she would be happy to help you in restoring you to a proper health. I am healthy. Well, that is fantastic <laughs> to hear. I am not one for healing very much throughout the day, and, and I have not been doing this for long, and, and I would not like to inconvenience anyone, but I am glad to hear that you are healthy. So it's an awkward scene. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a, it's an awkward scene. Off to a great start. <laughs> no, I love everything about this. <laughs> and, and upon this... This very awkward scene of the four of you at a table that is primarily taken up by hoop skirt now. And Skeveny 3, who's halfway across the room, waiting to be handed a librarian or perhaps just a key. But still very much like listening to the conversation yeah. now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Happening upon this pretty awkward scene is that very sweet woman behind the bar that gave you your peach bellini, Deb. She works here, she's worked here for a while. Deb and Mr. You would both recognize her. She's a half-elf woman in her, like, late 20s. Her name is Amara. You've probably had a lot of pleasant small talk with this woman. Yeah, she's short. She's taller than Deb, but she's short. She is dressed in the uniform of this place. And she has a very delicate-looking dagger in a bejeweled hilt uh, at her hip, which you would both recognize means she has been betrothed. Uh, that is something that some people do here instead of rings. And she is approaching your table and she looks very nervous uh, about this whole scene, but she is looking at you, mister. Real quick, yeah. is the betrothed dagger new or is this old news? Uh, you come here pretty often. You've probably seen it before. Uh, okay. Deb, you only ever see her behind the bar, really, so you probably haven't seen it. But Okay. Amara, pleasant to see you as always. Yes, very, very. It's good to see you. Um... Are these all friends of yours? Uh, well, Deb, of course, is certainly yeah. a friend. Hi, Amara. Hi, Deb. We've welcomed some some new folks to our table. Perhaps not friends yet, but, you know, it, the, the day is young. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's so nervous. She's falling apart in front of you. Is everything okay? No. Or can I, uh, do I, can I see? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, is, is there anything I can do to help? You're a knight. Uh, certainly, yes, I am. You do adventures? Uh, define adventure? You know, going out and saving things and people and finding stuff. I, perhaps that's not something I've done yet, but uh, I've certainly been trained and I've certainly uh, spent every day uh, of my knighthood uh, working towards anything that I can do to help ensure the safety of this kingdom and its people. So you don't do adventures? I do adventures. Okay. I have an adventure. Not for me. Uh, yes, please, please. Uh, I would, yes, an adventure. What? Yes. And she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a little folded up piece of paper and she places it in front of you. It is a, eh, a letter of sorts. There are not a lot of words on it. This entire letter reads, My light, 
headed to Thymore-Aura. And that is the entire contents of it. And she just sort of places it in front of you and says, this, um, this was left in our house six days ago. And that's all I, I yell know. across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I say, are you the one that's supposed to be telling me where this damn librarian is? What? <laughs> As she responds with what, he hobbles over <laughs> and then, oh, and then oh. reads the note over everyone's shoulders. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. Skaven, Skaven D3. Hello. Pleased to make her acquaintance. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she left this at home um, a while ago. And she leaves sometimes. She goes to get stuff for the library or, like, she collects things. And it's normal for her to go, but it's been a while. And normally she tells me more. You said six days ago? Yeah. It's, like, a day and a half, two-day travel. It shouldn't have been this long. Oh. Do you think that maybe someone came in from the the outside and, and invaded our kingdom? And what did was she dealing in any business that might uh, put a target on her back? She works in a library. I don't know what she could be doing. Well, she didn't give a damn two weeks notice. Well, she, she didn't quit. <laughs> well, it sure seems like it. I haven't seen her around there, and I've been picking up everything, trying to get into the back rooms. She works very hard, and you know it. <laughs> I am sure, and now I need her to work harder and come back and give me a key. Well, then you can go get the key yourself, because she didn't leave anything behind. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Mister's face gets very, like, just stone-cold serious, and he stares at Amara in the eyes and goes, Amara. Yes? I will find your betrothed. You have my word. On the name of the great king, I will return her to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I... Maybe she just got lost. Probably. Probably. It'll be okay. Thymore is an easy journey, and maybe she got turned around. I, I, I am absolutely sure that that's happened. This is probably nothing, given all the adventures I do. Um, this said... will be a breeze. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, don't know much, but we can pay if if it's a if it's a whole thing. I know you you you'll have to like not be guarding. I'd, Cover wages, of course. Honestly, I would appreciate that very much mm -hmm. because I am still horribly in debt from having to purchase my own suit of armor. Did you know that they make all the knights buy their own suits of armor? I mean, they didn't say that I had to, but after I finished my training, I, they, I just didn't have any armor. So I just had to go and buy the armor and armor is expensive. <laughs> I didn't and know so, that. That's awful. Why? It's, it's, yeah, it, but you know, it's it, it, anything for the kingdom. So we can discuss payment later. Uh, okay. le let me make sure I deliver on my end first. Um, but yes, greatly appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can, you can take the letter. You can, I don't, um, is there anything else you need? I can get you a cart. She took the horse, but you can take our cart. Oh, a cart would be great. I would I just need horse, to though. go back home and get my armor and my weapons. Okay. Oh, you don't have a horse. Well, she took the horse. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I hate to be a bother or be rude in any way by interrupting, but I could not up but overhear that you might be in need of a horse. We're at the same table. I thought you could hear. You're not... Oh, but I just, you just seem so importantly interested. Talking to my good, well, not quite I'm, my friend yet, I'm but so I do sorry. hope that we will become friends in the future. It's my hope as well. And with on that hope that we do have, 
I think that I should be looking out for you in this adventure that you seem to speak of. I would not want nothing to happen to you after you so so graciously have invited me to a friendship with you. I would gladly like to offer my services to make this a more likely successful mission. You see steam and frozen breath rise off of Skevendy 3 as he cools himself down being impatient with all this. Amara reaches over to you, Hope, for a, for a handshake. My, my name's Amara. Hi. Oh, hello, Amara. My name is Hope Lovejoy. I am pleased to meet you, but I am devastated to hear about your recent troubles, and I do hope we are able to bring you some relief with our adventure. I, uh, I, 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 I hope the same. Please let me know if there's anything else you need. Uh, hold on to the letter. Obviously, I don't, if you need it. And I have to go back behind the bar before Eleanor yells at me. But thank you. Certainly. I suppose it would be helpful to ask, have, have, have I met Aura before? I don't believe you have. She's... What, what does she look like? I think a physical description might be helpful. Yeah, um, she's, she's just like, about yay tall. And she goes to about your height, honestly. Pretty tall. Blonde. Um, she wears clothes and and she starts crying oh oh amara oh uh uh deb deb get get one of the get one of those yeah deb was literally like reaching like into their basket before service draven said anything and probably knows which flavor amara prefers honestly i'm gonna go with one of the scones yeah 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 well yeah i'm really sorry to hear about your troubles uh you know um aura is such a great part of this community you know i haven't been to the library lately they avoid eye contact with 73 <laughs> but you know i when i used to go there they she was just great you know um she and, is yeah and i'm so sorry to hear about your troubles but we'll get we'll get her back safe and sound thank you and she uh takes this going and she turns and she goes back behind the bar we we, we have to help that woman she's a pillar of our community here at Summerview is, is breaking apart here. We have no time to waste. Uh, we don't. I should probably talk to Miss Phoebe about me going out of town for a few days. If I'm, if... Oh, what if this is a distraction <laughs> and people uh, will invade uh, on the docks when I'm no, gone? Like like you just said, Aura is an important part of the community. She's been here for so long. And, you know, I don't think she'd be a part of any schemes. And I just really think we need to address this sort of fear that you have because I think it's a little bit unwarranted and bordering on problematic. So I just think that we, you know, maybe on the road... What? What are you talking about? Maybe on the road we can just have a little bit of a discussion about, you know, some of these feelings that you have about... About, like invaders i don't know um, i have to keep the kingdom safe i you you do you do such a good job with patrolling the docks and i just think that um you know uh if you take a few days off to patrol different parts of the kingdom you know somebody somebody will be there who who's there when you're not there who is there when i'm not there <laughs> There is, uh, there's a couple of town guards. None of them prioritize the docks necessarily, but they, okay. it's part of their like patrol around town. Got it. So if you're not around, people will walk by every hour or so. So my job is technically superfluous. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it has to be. It simply must. It simply must be. Looking at this man. <laughs> yeah, so I, I go, well, I suppose I can let the, the town guards know that my post will be unattended, but... Uh, you know that they're just not going to put the effort into it that a that a good knight like I do. Um. I know I know that it's a risk, but you know I think it's a risk that we we need to be willing to take. You know, uh, you're right. Think of Aura. 
think of Amara. Think of uh, Scaventy 3's issues with not being able to find this key. It's all very right. important. The key thing maybe is not <laughs> top of mind for me in particular. Excuse me. But I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh... I look down at my heavily rusted hand and kind of just like flex it a little bit, but then realize I can't do that so well. Aww. And so I, I take a second and I look over to a service person and I say, Lord of the Docks, I'm going to need you to keep me safe on this one. Yes, uh, of course. Understood. This is heavy library business. I wouldn't even want any of you bothering with this, but the winds could blow me over. <laughs> I will use my training and my experience to keep you and everyone who comes along on this journey as safe as possible. So stop worrying about the damn docks, okay? Let's get going. <laughs> You're right. Okay. <laughs> I've decided that Sir Mister's terrified of Skyfinity 3. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> good. As we cool. all should be, <laughs> look at him. Carry robot. I think he's normal. Fabius <laughs> 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 is not a typical. Fabius, I regret to say that despite our long time we have spent together, I do not wish you know what you are trying to accomplish here. And I would not want this to be of any inconvenience to you, but I do think we would be absolutely blessed by your presence on this journey that we are planning. Of course. I was given an order. I will follow it through. A righteous soul deserves their due. Well, I do not mean to pry, but I do not know what that means. I'm a little, I'm not going to lie, uh, I'm a little bit concerned about whatever that was. <laughs> but, Sounded you know, smart to me, I don't know. <laughs> just a lot, of, lot of, a lot of missions going on here. I do not think you have to worry about my friend, Deb. We might not go that far back, but I have feel like I have met a certain true side to this man in the time we have spent together, and I do trust him entirely. Oh, I don't think he's um, dangerous or anything. I just, you know, wondering what, what he meant by that. A righteous soul. This woman, she is righteous, yes? Amara? Oh, she's great. And Aura, they're both wonderful. And she gave us an order, yes? Um, I would say it was more of a request, you <laughs> so know. So we follow through. With with the request that we are willingly and, you know, from the goodness of our hearts, going out to do. Yeah, you know, I think I like this guy's style. Fabius is nodding <laughs> along like he understands. <laughs> <laughs> we all also did hear that she said she would pay. Well, she said she'd pay me. I, I suppose <laughs> that she said she'd pay other people. That's just, just making sure that... I just need that the key... The, that there were witnesses there. Right, sure. Let's go. I let's let's go. <laughs> so you can all sort out your job affairs, Deb. You can let Phoebe know. You're gonna be gone for a while. Uh, Phoebe's grandnephew can run deliveries for a few days. It'll be just fine. All right. It's not gonna be as fast. We're not gonna be as happy to see him. But he'll make do. <laughs> just like those town guards. Exactly, exactly. You're both leaving knowing that somebody's going to be doing your job worse than you. Skeveny 3, you need to notify nobody. You don't work there. <laughs> Do you think he still leaves like a strongly worded note? There is a long itinerary on like the one, like the community like tables in the middle of the library. Task list for everybody while yeah, Skeveny's yeah, yes. gone. <laughs> Whilst I'm gone. <laughs> I'm picturing like some very fancy calligraphy and like parchment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But if you look closely, it is a font. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All the so T's good. look the same. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hope is like helping with her, setting up her horse to that carriage. She doesn't quite know what she's doing and anything that she doesn't know, she kind of tries to cast Prejudigitation to like fix it how it's supposed to look. You know, maybe someone comes over and helps her. She's quite good at like asking people for yeah. help and, and getting And Amara will help out. It's it's her cart. Mm-hmm. So once she can step away, she'll help get sugar tied up and <laughs> all ready to go. Amara, before we depart, I was, mm-hmm. although I would be quite happy to ask my friend Deb the same thing. Do you have any sugar cubes that I could give my dear horse sugar? It is why she is named by this name that she has been given. Of course. Yeah, I'll get some. We, I mean, there's a whole kitchen here. We have sugar. I can go grab some for you. Do you want some for the road? How many do you need? Big bag? That would be fantastic. Sugar can sometimes get a little feisty if she doesn't have her sugar. Sugar and spice. <laughs> if you get a second horse, there you go. <laughs> yes, Amara will gladly give you far too large of a bag of sugar cubes. She's not allowed to give you this many sugar cubes. And uh, I think that when Hope takes it, she really struggles to hold it. She's like very clearly a very uh, weak. I think what it becomes of, kind of obvious. What kind of strength carry. is this Hope Lovejoy rocking? Hope Lovejoy, as a cleric, is sitting at a negative two to strength. We love this for her. I think Thavius probably just didn't know where to walk when everybody walked away. So he probably (laughs) just stood next to Hope because he met her first. And I think he has said nothing. And upon seeing this, just wordlessly grabs the bag and carries it. Oh, thank you so much for your help. You are always looking after me, and I do appreciate that. One day I do hope to repay the favor, and perhaps maybe it will be on this journey. I think that when Sir Mister returns, no longer in the common clothes he was wearing at the tavern, clanking his way down the street in a full suit of armor, (laughs) helmet, long sword and shield, very much dressed up tonight to... Night, not tonight. Yes, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that Sir Mister jangles his way back uh, after some time. Nobody else had to change. You are the only one who has drastically <laughs> modified yourself for this journey. I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can set off. It is, in fact, an easy journey towards Thymore. You basically take one road. You take the black road out of town headed northwest. Um, All the towns around here are labeled by colors. There's little just like colored signs just in case somebody doesn't speak the same language. Um, It's just an easy way to differentiate. How are you guys traveling? I would love to know what it looks like as this group travels down a road. I want to know who's walking where, who's sitting in the cart. Is Skeventy 3 just- I'm I'm sitting in the cart. Okay. I'm too old. That's fair. How much, like, would there be room for all of us to sit in the cart? It's probably room comfortably for, like, two of you. You can do three if you squoosh a little bit. And somebody can sit on sugar. I think that Deb definitely starts out very valiantly trying to, like, (laughs) keep pace with sugar in the cart. Um, They're very small, and they're also laden down with, like, this huge pack that you guys suspect that there's just, like, a full, like, five pound sack of flour in there they did not pack very well for this i think that they definitely (laughs) prioritized um being able to cook things on the road (laughs) yeah i think that like between just the weight of that because they're also not a very strong person uh they probably eventually are sitting in like the opposite corner of the cart to wherever (laughs) 73 is and just sort of like 
chilling. I think that Hope might have sat in the in the cart at first and seen that Deb was kind of struggling to keep up. And I think that Hope reassured Deb and was like, oh, Sugar would love for you to sit on her back. I do think that she is quite warmed up to you because of the way that you smell. She does love Sugar <laughs> after all. And you are so sweet even yourself without your baked goods that I am sure she would be just delighted to have you near her. So you can either sit on top of the horse or you can sit in the back. <laughs> I think that Deb will probably like take off their pack and like set the set the bag in the in the cart and then sit on sugar. I don't know if they've ever been horseback riding. <laughs> um, so it's definitely an experience. I think that they maybe like hold on a little bit too tightly like around sugar's like oh, pack and, a little bit. Hey, hey, and Deb, if she but, is Hey Deb. Yes. Can you roll animal handling? No. <laughs> oh, why would you do this hey, to me? Can I and get... you can throw a sugar cube in her mouth if she is not handling well. <laughs> That's fair. I did I did get a 17. Okay. You're doing well. It is weird because, yeah, I imagine you never have been on a horse. But it's going okay. You're getting the hang of it. You know, you're learning when to time the sugar cubes into the horse's mouth. I think that Sir Mr. Person is, is definitely going to opt out of sitting in the cart and is just <laughs> going to walk alongside because, you know... Strong athletic man needs to prove he's strong athletic man, but mm-hmm. he is throwing like sideways jealous glances at Deb because he really wanted to ride the horse. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not going to say anything. Oh no! Can I roll insight on Sir Mister Person? Sure. Can I roll deception to hide yes. my jealousy? Okay. <laughs> yes, you Don't can. even worry about it. Natural one. Oh, oh no! Okay. Let's just wait. Maybe I'll get in that one too. Okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, does that cancel out? Does that just mean everybody else knows exactly what you're well, doing? The mod, what's their modifiers? Oh, uh, I have a plus one to deception. What do you have to insight? I have a plus three. I think you know. Oh my god! <laughs> That's wild. Oh no. I, I hate that, because I really like the idea of Deb not knowing, because then they don't have to do anything about it. <laughs> I think that a nat one on deception, I think that as soon as Hope offers the horse to you, I think just without thinking, outwardly goes, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And then tries to cover it up. And then it's like, actually, I'm fine. I'm sorry. Is there a problem? No, not at all. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I am so sorry. Uh, Deb, uh, by all means. All right. I think, I think Deb's going to stay on the horse. Because I think that they're enjoying themselves. But like... (laughs) that happened that was so weird that's wild i loved the idea of this blissful ignorance and you also had to roll no 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 i'm so sorry it makes it more complicated i love it hey i just would like to say that our two people who tested out putting their (laughs) dice on the loaded side charging and pulled two nat ones i'm just throwing that out jenny there have been like almost no rolls so far (laughs) that was my first roll was that my first roll Wow, I'm never going to cook my dice again. Never again. Never for the entire podcast. Thavius, where are you? Thavius has just never attempted to go into the cart. (laughs) Thavius is walking on the side opposite to Sir Mr. Person of the cart. (laughs) Makes sense. For defense reasons or because you don't want to... I like to imagine that Thavius didn't really know what to do and started walking next to (laughs) Sir Mr. Person and Sir Mr. Person, like suggested that they cover both <laughs> flanks oh, of the cart. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, so Thavius was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay. I mean, like I said, easy road. Um, the, the Black Road is not terribly well-traveled compared to other ones. Just people don't go to Thymore. Probably Amara had to even tell you which road it was on. 
if you keep going further and further, there's bigger towns out. That's mostly what people take this road for. Yeah, Thymore is like not really a place that anybody talks about. But it's a beautiful day. The sun is starting to set. There are the roundest birds in the world just hanging out around. Cute. They have little antlers and they're in pastel colors. They're my favorite creature I've ever thought of. I'm stealing them from my home game. <laughs> they're called Ramiso birds. I love them. I, I love, love the Ramiso birds so much. And yeah, so there's it's probably very normal for everybody except Thavius, who every single thing you see is the wildest thing you've ever seen. There's too many colors. There's so many colors. There's uh, new flowers and these birds and there's little animals scampering off in the trees and everybody else is acting like this is totally normal. You've never seen any of this before. But it's an easy little journey and if you guys want to just walk until it gets dark and pull off to the side and camp out, you can. Kind of up to you if you just want to try and keep going through the night. Well, first of all, I, I had a funny image of Sinister calling over to Thavius being like, call out if you see anything unusual. <laughs> <laughs> just let me know. Thavius is stunned for a turn as everything is just... <laughs> There's just like a pause. What is your definition of unusual? Oh, all right. We can get into that later. Just if, if, if anything looks uh, like it's about to attack us, I guess. Oh, no, none of that. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Immediately cleaves a Ramasober. <laughs> I think that Sir Mister is so uh, hopped up on adrenaline from going on his first adventure that he will have to be told to stop. So he, if, if, if we are going to stop for the night, it's not going to be his suggestion. Sure. So as, as the sun is going down, does anybody ask the cart to stop, or are you all just awkwardly following each other down this road? I think that... Deb starts to like nod off and almost falls off of sugar and is like, oh, I think we should, um, are we planning on, on setting up camp at all? I do think that that might be the best for all of us. Are you sure? I could, I could keep going. There's no time to waste. <laughs> oh, I, I know that you could keep going. Both you and Thavius are quite strong and I do admire that about you, but I think it would be for the best of the group if we, if we did take a breather. <laughs> Very well. I love the idea that the woman that's been sitting in the cart is the most exhausted. <laughs> you sat on a horse, you sat in a tavern, and now you're sitting in a cart, and you're like, this day it's has been sitting. overwhelming. You have so much sitting. As a cleric, would you guys like to know what my constitution modifier is? Please. Plus zero. Ooh, <laughs> Hope Lovejoy needs to have a delicate constitution. That just tracks. That's, honestly, that's smart. <laughs> it's almost too high. I, you know me, guys. I like to I like to min max my characters, as you know. So <laughs> you gotta min before you max, as they you say. You do have to min before you max, Jenny. It's true. Uh, so you guys can pull over. Um, are you guys just like sleeping in the cart? Are you trying to make a camp? None of you are really outdoorsy people. What's the plan? Uh, Sir Mister would certainly try to do his best to set up a sure. camp. He, safety is top of mind for him. So yeah. I don't even know what he would like look for to even, ha I mean, is, there's like nothing in my pack that I think would help set anything up. It might more just be having the, the cart kind of hidden off the road. Yeah. Can I, could I do like a perception check to like find a good, a good, nice secluded yeah, area for, sure. for us um, to either Perception or survival is sometimes used for that as well. Uh, they're both the same for me. So Excellent. that's a natural two plus zero. 
You think you found an excellent spot. You're like pretty sure you know exactly where you need to take this. Friends, look here, no one will find us here. It's a pretty open spot right off the side of the road. Your cart will fit in it though. And <laughs> uh, Mr. Uh, yeah? Sir, sir, Mr. Person, when's the last time you, um, you stayed anywhere that wasn't uh, Summerview or in fact went to any location that wasn't the docks? Well, I mean, the docks need watching. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, no, no, no. I, I, I agree. I just, um, I did go to the great capital when I was completing my night training and that was 20 years ago. Oh, ex <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Um, well, I could not help but notice that my friend Scavendy 3 seems to be knowledgeable about so many things. <laughs> I do quite admire his ability to do so. Scavendy 3, if you could reveal any sort of insight of what our best options could be, I would greatly appreciate that after all of your learning that you have done. <sighs> all right. Oh, sir of the sea, won't you do us a favor and go uh, collect some kindling, if you will? Uh, yeah, c c certainly, yes, uh, 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 of course, uh, I, I clang, clang off to go try to find. Yeah, roll investigation for kindling. Yeah, great. Another, oh, 18. So much kindling, it's everywhere. It sticks. Picking up sticks. Picking up sticks. Scavity 3, what's your plan now that you made the night go away? <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just waiting here. Do you just want him to leave? <laughs> you guys, you guys, you all need heat, don't you? Well, do you have any insight of where we might better put our carriage? I could not help but notice that it does not seem to be in the best place. And I do not know if in your wonderful library, if you have read any books about what might be best to do with hiding a carriage. <laughs> I have not read any books, but perhaps you have in all of your knowledge. Well, let me roll an insight check real quick to see if anything <laughs> strikes me. How's that sound? <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a place to put the carriage, that would be perception or survival. Sure. I'll do a survival real quick. Okay. You said Hope Lovejoy had never read any books. Did you mean about <laughs> yeah. this in particular? Or just... No, I have not read any books about where to best hide a carriage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, just no books? Not a one? <laughs> no. Okay. You said... You said survival, yeah. uh... 18. Ooh. There's a much better place you can put your carriage if you go, like... 30 feet forwards and then there's a spot like further off the road like we're directly outside of a grove yeah <laughs> Gus, don't make that face well why don't we uh Gus, don't be crappy while our while our while our, our our valiant warrior goes out and finds wood why don't we just go scooch on over here when i come back my people have abandoned me <laughs> hello Good news, easy enough to follow the, the cart and horse tracks. You can see where they went. They're pretty close by. Oh, I mean, oh. I did say that Deb went with, and like, had oh, Deb okay. just be like, oh, they're right, they're right over. <laughs> oh, Deb, thank you. Oh, yeah. Got worried there for a second. They're carrying like a third of the size, like, of the <laughs> amount of kindling that like a servicer person is. Absolutely. Dump armfuls of wood down on the ground. Do you, uh, do you know how to light those or? Um,. I can't say that I've I have, but I can certainly give it a try unless uh, someone else has experience with that. 
I just press digitation it real quick. I also have press digitation. Oh, but... all right. <laughs> I would I would say both of our characters do it at the exact same time. Yeah. Why did you ask me? <laughs> I think that you are much faster at it than I am. I'm like, oh, 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 well, that was so very impressive of you. I hope to be as fast as you are with a spell, something like that. I use thaumaturgy to turn the fire pink. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you guys can set up a lovely little fire and, and get ready for a, a night in this grove. Are we taking watches? Or are we not? What's happening? How we Sir Mister will stay awake and take watch. The whole time. I mean, well, I would like to get some sleep, certainly. <laughs> would anyone like to take a shift with me? I, I, can, I can take a shift of watch, most certainly. Well, I do know that you must sleep more than I do. I do not have to sleep for the full time that most of, most of the other people that I know. Neither do I. Oh, my dear friend Thavius and I are in the same boat, and I would believe we would be offering such a great assistance to this whole situation. Well, that, that's fabulous. Thank you. Have you ever taken a watch before? I can give you some pointers. Oh, I would love that. All right. So the, basically what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to keep your eyes just wide open and look basically in all the directions that you think danger might be. I will have to blink a couple times. Will that be okay? <laughs> just try to limit it if you can. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will do my best, but I do assure you that I will not nearly be as good at it as you will be. Oh, oh, I thank you. I thank it's it comes with the training. Eyes open, keep your and you know if if anything strikes you as out of the ordinary, uh, just sound those alarm bells, and I will be sure to uh, to hop up and don my armor once more and uh, protect those who need protecting. Oh, absolutely! I shall be sure to do so. Fantastic. So what's the watch schedule look like, gang? <laughs> I'm taking the first. I'm taking the first watch because I'm. Ah, um, no, I'm probably very tired. I probably got. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the first yeah. four hours. Oh, oh, if y'all just want to go halvesies, then Sir Mister can just. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Sir Mister doesn't have to take a watch because the the elves can just handle it. Yeah, he feels his. He feels like it's his duty too. But if other folks in the party don't actually need to sleep, then I guess he'll <laughs> he'll take the sleep. I think at one point Thavius even says. If I attempt to rest for more than four hours, my soul might escape. Oh. Terrifying. <laughs> Don't want that. All right. Well, I guess I will sleep then. And then you can do your four hours. <laughs> I believe the only two people who need a full eight hours of rest are Sir, Mr. Person, and Deb. Uh, I, I actively just can oh. perceive everything while sleeping, so I'm not going to say that, though, because I want quiet. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I just turn my eyes off real quick so they all think I'm sleeping. Falls asleep so fast, 73. Look at him. Majestic. Amazing. Does 73 lay down or is he sleeping standing up? This is very important to me. <laughs> He's sleeping cross-legged. Okay. Crisscross applesauce. For a little bit of context, um, can we have a little bit of campfire talk real fast before we sleep and, run and watch? Go for it. Go for it. Yes. I'm sitting there in this pose, but eyes on. And um, I, I look over to, uh, to Thavius and I'm just like, so tell me, Shadow Elf, you, you're very fair-skinned, naturally, from someone from a, a shadow land. We do not receive sunlight. So, so it begs the question, is, is this sun ailing you? No, just somewhat uncomfortable. No burns, no rashes. Not that I am aware of thus far. Very strange. I, I think I reach over to like have his finger. He'll just offer it to you. <laughs> oh, oh, there's no sign of discoloration at all. You guys 
Denzel just watching this bizarre. <laughs> really quick, if if he's like touching me, especially since we're next to a fire, mm-hmm. is there any point in time I might have noticed that Skevity Three is like constantly overheating? No, no, not overheating. I'm constantly, I'm constantly cold because I'm trying cold. to compensate for it. Really cold metal. Mm. He's regularly ray of frosting himself. I think that's hilarious. I think at that, with that, then um, your metal is about as cold as my skin. No, oh. <laughs> I like. I feel up his wrist for like a pulse. Pulse. Is, is it slow? <laughs> I, it's pretty normal. It's probably pretty regular. Okay. I think that these edgy boys are having this edgy conversation <laughs> while the other three are like, I do love the cranberries that you have put inside this oh, muffin. Oh, simply so delightful, Deb. Yes. <laughs> you have quite the taste. <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking about going out and maybe foraging for a bit in the morning to find some things for us for Ooh, breakfast. You could find a new recipe. Bring it back to Summerview. Yes. You are so thoughtful for all of us, and you can constantly try to improve yourself, and I do admire that about you. All right, so you guys can take your... Well, you can go to sleep. You can take your shifts. Who's first shift, Thavius? Yeah. Roll a perception for your shift, my Thavius. I got a 22. Okay. I mean, you are noticing a lot of things you've never seen before. There's stars. There's a moon. There's birds. You're perceiving a lot of things. None of it appears to be a threat. Probably. Some of the birds are looking at you a little weird, but eventually you determine that is kind of just their face. Yeah, I don't think I would perceive anything as a threat unless something very quickly moved in our direction directly. Uh, That's your watch. It's nice and peaceful. Everybody else is sleeping. Heavy quotation marks on the sleeping for some. Sir Mister's a back sleeper, by the way. A back sleeper? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Of course. I think that uh, Deb pulled out, like, a normal sort of bedroll, and then also just, like, a full-size duvet, and was like, no, I need this. So they're just kind of, like, in a very small, like, like curled up on their side in, like, a little, like, blanket. Uh, Hey, Scavendy. Mm. How much are you able to, like, are you essentially awake this whole time? You're just not moving? I can perceive everything the whole the rule is i can't move okay uh so and 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 to add to that my eyes are off so i can only hear do you want to roll perception during watch shifts or do you think he doesn't care enough to i think he no i think that's fair but we we could do like disadvantage yeah just because you you turned your eyeballs off (laughs) well they're bright yellow i don't want them thinking i'm awake sure (laughs) yeah if you want to roll perception with disadvantage just to that would be the most unnerving or like unsettling thing that 73 had ever done in our presence. <laughs> That's a 10. Sounds pretty normal. Uh, you don't spend a lot of time outside, so I don't know what your frame of reference for normal necessarily is. You've traveled before, and this seems about right. But you can do your halfway through the night high five, tag in, tag out. I think Fabian would actually go over. Because Hope, are you fully sleeping or are you trancing? You know what, I think I'm transing, but I do think that I have, like, got a very fluffy, like, blanket that I have wrapped around <laughs> myself and a very, I look very cushioned. Um, I think Thavius would literally just kneel down, like, right next to your ear and just go, it's time. And then, <laughs> and then stand back up and without waiting for a response, start trancing. <laughs> Wait, standing up? Yes. No! <laughs> no. 
oh, well, I suppose I must get on with this. And I start, like, recalling everything that, that Sir Mr. Person had told me about how to keep watch. And, I, and I will do my best. Okay. So then if I could get your perception and then Skeveny Three's perception with disadvantage. Oh. I got a three. Stunning. Sick. <laughs> I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> you just started reciting things to yourself. I'm just going over things. I got a 12. Okay. Wait. I got a 14. It's fine. I have to roll anyway. So, help love, Joy. You are doing an incredible job with this watch. You know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You are barely blinking. It hurts. But your eyes are so open. <laughs> oh, no. I start prejudicating, like, my tears that kind of keep popping up. <laughs> Your eyes are so open. You are looking. He said in the directions you think danger might be. That's all directions. You are just looking in every direction. So unclear about what exactly he even meant by that. But you're doing a very good job. And you know you're doing a very good job. Because you see something moving towards you through the trees. Oh, I do not think that we want that. <laughs> I shall. I shall. I think I'm going to turn to uh, Thavius. Because Thavius is standing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm just going to like lightly touch Thavius' shoulder and be like, my dear friend, I do hate to interrupt, but it does seem that there is something coming our way. Wait, wait, Hope, what's your AC? 18. Oh. Uh, I got a 19. Oh. Oh, it's happening now, is it? <laughs> no. Hope, you're going to take four points of damage as an arrow lands in your shoulder. Oh, this is not ideal. <laughs> and everybody else can roll initiative, and maybe that's where we end the episode. <laughs> oh, man. First episode. Hell yeah. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening to our very first episode of Unprepared Casters. I hope you loved it. We loved it. If you want to support us and let us know exactly how much you loved it, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash unpreparedcasters. That's the name of the show. There's a ton of excellent perks and benefits on there. One I really want to make sure you know about is at the $5 tier, you unlock our weekly talkback show. So you can listen to us talk about exactly how we thought this episode went, uh, what we really liked, anything anybody wants to highlight. It's just us chit-chatting and having a great time for 45 minutes. And while you're out there showing your support, you can hop over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We've heard that matters. <laughs> and if you want to follow me in particular, you can find me on TikTok at Whipjack or Twitter at WhippedJack. That's an E-D after the whip. E-D. E-D. Uh, if you want to follow me places, I am at Gus the Bard on TikTok and at Gus Rachels on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to connect with the show on Instagram and Twitter, uh, you can find us on Instagram at UnpreparedCasters, name of the show, <laughs> and on Twitter at UnprepCasters. That's not Good way to remember show. that. <laughs> uh, Haley's Twitter, a little bit longer than TikTok. Uh, Unprepared Caster's Twitter, a little bit shorter than shorter. the actual name of the show. 
Uh, Twitter, just there's no rules. It's a lawless land. <laughs> Truly. Also, if you've seen some of the gorgeous character portraits and any of the promotional material we've been putting up, uh, that was done by our lovely friend Grace. Uh, you can follow her on TikTok at Grace Paints with two S's. Thank you all so, 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 so much for listening to this episode. We hope to see you back next week for episode two. It's a fun one. It is. Woo. Uh, so hi. So that was supposed to be the end of the episode, but it's not. We've got a little bit something extra to talk about. <laughs> uh, the situation as it stands currently, we launched the podcast in a few hours. Yeah, like six hours? Uh, less than six hours, Five honestly. It's uh, Something like ah. that. We have just spent a full day recording more episodes of the podcast that will be released mm-hmm. later. We're recording this because because it was done and ready and we just decided to go ahead and do it. We launched our Patreon a day earlier than we thought we would. We thought, you know, and make sure it's working, put it up a day early, yeah, get that squared yeah. away. And then... And oh my God, uh, people have been signing up and showing their support and it's been... So much, so staggering, literally incredible. So incredible, so unexpected that this is all happening. And we just felt like we just couldn't put out episode one without saying, oh my God, thank you. What's happening, everyone? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As promised for the $15 tier, uh, we would not once, since you all are day zeros, not even day ones, day zeros with no content posted. Pre-launch patrons, the loves of our lives. Absolutely. 14 warm blanket patrons oh to get God. thank yous at the end of episode one. Unbelievable, y'all. Unbelievable. Oh. We have some people to thank. So warm and fuzzy with all the warm blankets. So warm and fuzzy. So many blankets just weighting me down. <laughs> I can't get up. I can't move. There's just so many warm blankets. I don't want to get up. Why would you want to? Why would you want to? Ellie, thank you so much for being a $15 patron. Your blanket is so soft and warm. <laughs> Another thank you for your warm blanket, Mark Murdoch. Thank you so much. Benjamin Linos, is that correct? (laughs) I hope so. Benjamin, thank you so very much for your generosity. You're amazing. Thank you to Neve. I hope that was correct. Your name's beautiful. I want to say it correctly. Thank you so, so, so much for your support. We're doing the best we can with all these names, (laughs) including the name of Daniel Mattingly. Thank you so, so much for your very generous support. You're great. And thank you to Ashok. A A shawl? Maybe an initial? Maybe... A skull? Uh, No, a shawl. Thank you so much. Thank you. Connor King. Thank you so, so, so much, Connor. You rock. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And you know what? Thank you, Abby Greer. We love that you're here. Thank you for the support. We really, really appreciate it. Hey, uh, hey, Mimbles? (laughs) Hey, Mimbles? Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> thank you, Mimbles. Connor Riston, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting us at this tier. Thank you so, so, so much for giving us this soft blanket. Tali, thank you so, so much. You are simply fantastic, and the fact that you have given us your support in this way cannot be properly stated how grateful we are. That wasn't a <laughs> sentence with any meaningful structure, I liked but it. thank you. Brad Blackwell, sentiment goes out to you as well. Thank you so very, very much for being here and for your support. Morgan B., you're so incredible, and I think that you're great. And thank you so very much for this warm blanket you've given us. It's from your support and support from people like you that make this podcast possible. And just thank you. <laughs> it's been a long day, folks. And the Such last a long thank day. you. 
The last, but certainly not the least, thank you goes out to Jacob LaBeouf. Thank you so much for being here. We truly, truly will never be able to say how much. The number of thank yous that we want to say to you and to everybody. To all of our $15 patrons, as well as everyone who signed up at all the other different levels, even before they had a product out there to support. No episode, no content. Your faith in us is a little scary, but... <laughs> we aspire to live up to it. We really, really, we really hope, hope that we make you proud with this product and that this all feels worth it to you. We love you all so much. Thank you so much for your support. We hope that you liked the first episode and that you'll stick around for more. There's so much more to come. So much more. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. In a world saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging to mental health, to courage and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know and discover their untold stories. It's real, it's intimate, and it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down. No filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Reppin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.